welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, a podcast that is custom designed for anybody who wants to win at life, win at love, win at sex. That's what we do. And in today's episode, Sammy's going to be interviewing a young man by the name of Steve Pierce. He is a very cool guy who's been through our program as a participant and then transformed tenfold when he became a facilitator of the very same Ascend program. And we go into his journey as a man, as a husband, as a father, and as a facilitator. And it's pretty amazing to hear somebody who's so fired up after being a facilitator for almost two and a half years. He's still very much on the cutting edge of this revolution. So please enjoy as we host Steve Pierce on this beautiful, magnifying, magnificent, magnemonious podcast. Enjoy. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to our next episode of the Love, Life, and Legacy podcast, a show about sex, where we're here to help you navigate this crazy sexualized world. I'm here with a wonderful guest, Mr. Steve Pierce. Wow! The one and only. Hey, Uncle Steve, it's great to have you here. Great to be here, Sammy. Thanks for the invite. So the reason why all of you should be excited to listen to Uncle Steve Pierce is he is one of our long-running Heinen facilitators and a super awesome, really cool, super cool guy. So we want to talk about his experience facilitating and you know what he's gotten. But before we go into that, so Uncle Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your work, so people can get a sense of who you are. Okay, I can do that. Steve Pierce, I am, let's see, age-wise, well, I guess you might need to know that I'm 65. Yes, and I'm American, born in Seattle. I'm in Las Vegas right now. I'm in the seafood business for an awful long time, wow, over 40 years. High Noon-wise, I have been affiliated with this fantastic organization for almost three years now. It's so good. I have one daughter. She's 26. My wife is from Japan. We are international. That's the gist of it. Or when were you blessed? Oh, yes. 82, Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. All right. Wow. So, uh, yeah, you're you're also coming up on uh, 40 years. Yes. Next year, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Did you sign up for the cruise? Did you hear about the cruise? Oh, I did hear about it. I need to go over that with my darling. And um, so I'll check that out. Yes, I definitely will. By the way, I grew up in Latin Seattle in San Diego. It is a major cruise port. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of cruises leave out of there. So definitely mm-hmm. I'm no stranger to cruises. I yeah. get day trips to Ensenada, Mexico out of San Diego. So you'll be familiar. And for all those listening, if you've no clue what we're talking about, the summer of 2022, the 1982, 6,500 blessed couples will be celebrating their 40th blessing anniversary. So we're organizing a giant celebration cruise for them. And everyone is welcome. And one daughter. Okay. And all right. Awesome. And you've been with Heinen for going on three years now. And yes. now you're a facilitator doing two groups. Oh, yes. So maybe tell us a little about your Heinen origin story, how you got connected to Heinen and how you ended up becoming a facilitator. Wow. Okay. All right. So happy to share that. That's one thing about High Noon. We become at peace and happy to share our real heart. What's good about life is we can, we all want to be true people, right? So how did I get into High Noon? Well, I guess maybe the way I'd like to say it is that there was some unfinished business in my life. (laughs) And like this unfinished business started when I was like eight years old. And then just to call a spade a spade to just be really super clear about it. 
most males on this planet are indoctrinated into uh, what High Noon very aptly says is imitation love. So this is not a good thing that an entire race of people, (laughs) our human family, uh, God's family, this happens to us, that we're indoctrinated into something like that. When we actually, we should be raised in what High Noon and also aptly calls real love, or also Greg Bear, that's his name, right? Yeah. Well, the author, right? Yeah, great book. Okay. I think so many, the vast majority of people, even in their older years, recognize that there is unfinished business because it's hard to finish that business. Mm-hmm. But we do need to in our life. We really do. And we can. So mm-hmm. with the help of some great people and, you know, like High Noon and some... Mm-hmm. Uh, so the unfinished business is that we have to stop trying to earn love. How's it put in the, in the lesson? The, even the recent High Noon curriculum for the group calls. We shouldn't be taking love. We shouldn't be earning love. We just, we give and receive it, right? That's the correct order. Then we'll be healthy. We'll be very happy people. Mm-hmm. But we really try and take love. And when we get out of sexual integrity, I think everybody's heart knows what they're doing deep down. We don't admit it. We don't say it, but we're taking love. Anytime that a man, if a woman bends over and a man wants to see her breasts, they're taking. That's a taking action spiritually. And then even they may get excited or like it, or they may do it a thousand times. It's a taking action. It's not give and receive. And then when we try to earn love, like just looking good, I want to look good, right? Mm -hmm. That's trying to earn love. That also our heart, our spirit is not going to ever be comfortable. It's not going to ever truly be happy. Mm-hmm. Temporarily, okay, maybe, but not really. So earning and taking, all those things, taking love, we can't do that. You know, we have to stop and mature and wise up and mm-hmm. become real people. Anyway, a lot of us know that we've been fake. We've been trying to look good. And a lot of us mm-hmm. know that we've led double lives. We objectify the opposite sex, right? Mm-hmm. We objectifying people. When we get called on it, we go, Yeah, that isn't good to objectify a human being. We're not thinking about their heart, who they are. We're just making them an object of our visual delight or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's all unfinished business for a lot of people. We're just the luckiest people Mm -hmm. alive. That It's a time in history when God or Heavenly Parent and when through working with each other, we can actually finally get past that, but not Mm -hmm. by ourselves. Like the motto, the mantra of high noon, not by ourselves. Mm. Anyway, so I couldn't get through it by myself and much as I tried, right? I needed to finish this business mm-hmm. and stop earning love and then don't get out of integrity, sexual integrity. And then I couldn't do it. But I started taking the classes on High Noon three mm-hmm. years ago and I was just enraptured by the content. It's brilliant stuff. It's just explaining what's going on. This is what's going on in my brain. This is what's going on in my emotional level. It pinpointed everything very correctly. And the people on my calls, on our high noon group calls that we're talking about on this particular podcast, they're also, they can't believe the materials that they're reading. Mm-hmm. They think, I think I just wrote that. Or, you know, that's me. Person after person says that. Where is this coming from? It's just so, it's being pinpointed so accurately. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice when someone knows who we are. Wow. When they can see, I see you. I know you. And it's so nice to be seen, even if it's not the prettiest part of ourselves. It's a very empowering and liberating. It's freeing to be seen. So yeah, three right. years ago, you had this unfinished yeah. business in your life regarding yeah. your sexual integrity. And yes. so you connected to High Noon, taking the course, and then you joined a group. And that was the very beginning for you. Yes. I was eager to make progress, to advance myself, my recovery after a lifetime of historically inheriting all these things. And I really saw a a chance to really make progress. So I just jumped at it. I really did. Mm -hmm. When I was asked, that's when I was after uh, six months of taking just pure courses online. 
Mm-hmm. Then I took the jump of enrolling in a group call which is the uh-huh. scariest thing to do. That's mm-hmm. like taking a dive and mm-hmm. blindly diving in, a, in some deep water. So yeah, so many people they could they've experienced what you're just talking about is they, mm. they start out with the, well, let me do the thing I can do by myself, right? That nobody yes. needs to know about. And, and then you did have the courage to take that next step. Yes, I'd like to say also that how could I become a facilitator? I was asked to after about one year and mm-hmm. I thought, well, I am very eager to make progress There's no better way than teaching. To learn something, you teach Mm -hmm. it. Then you learn it, right? What better Mm -hmm. way is that? And then also I saw a chance. Oh, my God. If I do this, I think I can actually reach the finish line. (laughs) I don't know how else I could. So I said yes to being a facilitator for high Mm -hmm. noon. Also, second point. That was for myself. Second point, I really sensed, of course, the vital importance that this ministry has on so many people. Actually, to be honest, on an entire world, let's be honest about it, the entire world is embroiled in this kind of situation and is enveloped in sexual lack of integrity and also just imitation love. It's being smothered in imitation love. People are raised up in it Mm -hmm. to this day, Mm -hmm. this minute. And then the last thing I'd like to say about how I wound up as a facilitator was the more I invest and have experiences, the more I want to do more. Mm -hmm. Now, isn't that crazy? Like it made me think of Doctors Without Borders, right? The Doctors Without Borders, they go to the scariest places, right? Mm -hmm. They do. Politically unstable, all that. Why do they do it? And they keep going back. It's kind of like that. (laughs) So I just sense the need and I know it's really vital. And I guess I always wanted to be a revolutionary. I know I I went to school at UC Berkeley. So (laughs) I'm from California, man. (laughs) Revolutionary. (laughs) Yeah. During in the the 70s or so, right? During the 75. Right. In the hippie revolution going on right in Berkeley. Yeah, I can show you my driver's license in 75. (laughs) My daughter has it, you know. Yeah. So therefore, for all those reasons, personal reasons and sensing the vital importance of what's going on, it was not hard to accept, okay, I'll be a facilitator. (laughs) So that's how that happened. You talk about it so matter of fact, but in actuality... I just want to highlight the depth of your heart and like your thinking of that. First off, your innate desire for goodness and to do the right thing and to be a certain level of husband for your wife and of a father, I'm sure. But bigger than that, even just as a member of this world, right, in an area that so many people struggle with, you recognize the importance of getting that area right, of getting the area of sex right. And then you wanted to first to role model that with the vision that you wanted to be able to help other people. And then so when the opportunity came, it's a very natural step for you. Well, that's how the facilitating came upon me. Uh-huh. Like I said, I just want to do more. This year, I have some brand new members and some new calls and new territory. Some context to the listeners. You're still with your original group going on two and a half, three years yes. or so now. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. And currently, you're facilitating two groups. Right. One for young husbands or fathers, young fathers, and then one for 50 plus demographic. Yes. And right. uh, previously, any other kinds of groups that you facilitated? Oh, let's see. Well, one was mixed young, second gen single, and with one young father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mixed young, but it's mm-hmm. more clarified now with the young father group. Yeah. Okay. So then maybe the dozen or so people you've worked with as a facilitator, then what have you recognized that they've gotten from the experience of participating in a group? What have they gotten? Oh, actually, I asked them. And so not, who that's a really good way to find out I, it's not, yeah. not bad huh? yeah, not bad okay so people one of them said let's see he, he got i'm just looking at my notes here community consistency and accountability mm-hmm. and the person that said that 
is actually in a good place right now. <laughs> Typically, what we'll find out, what we know, firsthand, secondhand, any hand, we'll find out that depending on the situation, this particular endeavor to free ourselves and restore this takes time. It really takes time. It could take years, several years. Who knows? <laughs> Quite a few people have experiences where they felt they needed help before they accessed a group called SA, Sexaholics Anonymous, right? Mm -hmm. And so many, they didn't want to continue because it just seemed endless <laughs> and they wanted something more. I really think that the High Noon program has somehow a mixture of just the bonding and the camaraderie that we need with really inspiration and revelation behind what recovery means, mm -hmm. those two together. So I'm really finding a lot of success with High Noon for people, but it mm -hmm. does take time. I know definitely what I want to acknowledge them for from the yeah. participants i want to tell you one is oh my gosh following their conscience i want to acknowledge each and every person that i've worked with for fall it's tough to follow your conscience mm. but they do how beautiful mm. i want to acknowledge another thing their filial heart towards who towards their spouse yes i should be a good husband or wife right mm. I, I talk to husbands you know in the male category being filial to spouse and towards children i want to be a good parent or if they're single, I want to be a good child. I don't want to disappoint parents and then rob them of their joy. And even filial towards God, you know. So mm -hmm. filial heart, they still have inside. I think that's fantastic. I commend everyone for not giving up and not giving in and for just being tough and to keep going. And then I also acknowledge every participant that I've worked with for pioneering. We are pioneering something, and it's like a revolution, but it's a very special revolution. It's the final revolution, maybe. It's you know, a really critical revolution for humanity. We got to overcome this. On the other side of this, there's a really good, really uh, good life, a good world. This is blocking everything, the struggles people have, the walls people have in their relationship. People go to the spirit world with unresolved issues. So mm -hmm. everyone's a pioneer. Yeah, I just respect every person, whatever their situation, mm -hmm. whatever they've been through. Yeah, so I definitely need to say that. Wow. And then what have you gotten out of being a facilitator, right? You, you're giving of yourself tremendously to these people. What is that return for you? Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I know what I'm receiving. Learning to love people. What's our best life? What's my best life? It's learning to love people, this relationship, obviously. So that's why the group calls are just awesome. That's what it's all about, really. And then my activity and all my work has uh, it's bolstered my own hopes, my own personal hope, for mm -hmm. sure. Facilitating mm -hmm. has bolstered it. Learning, How so? You know, oh, well, I mean, I'm feeling hope, you know, to win over the greatest challenge in my personal success of my life. The greatest mm -hmm. challenge. There, I think there is no greater challenge, honestly speaking, mm -hmm. than this. And because of that, I have hope for other people, for a lot of other people going through a lot of tough things. Mm -hmm. I can look them in the eye and I can have hope. If they look at me, I hope they'll pick that up and they'll sense that. They'll sense, mm -hmm. God, somehow this guy has hope, you know. Also, I do want to say that only through so much effort can we really hope to eradicate something so difficult from my one individual life, but for the sake of humanity historically too. It's been impossible, basically, mm. for humanity to overcome this. Mm. And we can. So High Noon has really bolstered my hope for that, personally and collectively. Mm. Oh, it has. It really has. Facilitating, by the way, takes personal growth and development and recovery too to a new level. Absolutely. Mm. Facilitating does just that. So since we're talking about that here, that's mm. what I'm getting out of it. There's so many things. Like I said, learning to create, creating a better life, my best life, my better life, mm -hmm. step by step, mm -hmm. not, all, not overnight. But real love, cutting off from imitation love. 
right? Mm -hmm. Exactly that same point over and over again. I think people, if you talk to anyone about me, like family members or people I know in the local community or people I work with, I have a feeling, I have a strong feeling. They'll say, wow, sometimes Steve has a lot of energy or excitement, or <laughs> I do. Maybe sometimes I'm hyper, you know, because of something good. So wow. it is contagious for those listening. And if you can't hear it in Uncle Steve's voice, I can attest there's the sparkle in his eye. That's very <laughs> contagious. All right, Uncle Steve, what about your relationship with your wife? How has that changed or developed over the past three years? Hey, that's deep. <laughs> that's a big, important question. Yes, it has, actually. The more progress I make, really, then uh, what can I say? The walls are being brought down. And there are. Mm -hmm. Of course there are. You know, after a lifetime of being imperfect and even not overcoming, like I said, not finishing the business of what I needed to do. Or yeah, that's Mm -hmm. really the, uh, just to see the hope that trust can be regained. Okay. It's just been only good, especially particularly like being a facilitator. Like I said, I really jumped on it. I thought, man, this is my best shot, my best chance to really make progress. I mean, really, you know, and then to finish this thing, Mm-hmm. finish it. We really need to do that too, honestly speaking. So, but no, it's been just, uh, you, have, you can ask her. <laughs> That's been uh, actually, yeah, really the, mm-hmm. in a way you said, what do I got out of facilitating? Yes, that too. Huh? I forgot to mention that. Look at me, better relationship with my wife. Like so nice. So getting so nice now. I couldn't say it if it wasn't true. Yeah. I think that really gives hope to a lot of people just to know that it should, that it's possible to rekindle something or to regain trust it and should. hope within a marriage. And there's no such thing as too late or too old. Yeah. I know a lot of people. I know so many think that this thing is almost impossible. Rebuilding trust. Wow. That's tough. How long is that going to take? You know, half of forever or really overcoming this really, you know, what if I know, what if I don't, you know, (laughs) no, I want to attest to something different. (laughs) By the way, Sammy, I do. I don't know if everyone sees Sammy, but he definitely has a sparkle in his eyes all the time. That's just good good lighting. That's what I've got. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just to wrap up, people are listening in. A lot of the people that tune into our episodes, they're wondering, they're interested because they want to overcome porn, masturbation, and regain their integrity within themselves. Mm. And so they're wondering, is it possible? You know, what's it going to take? And then there's also a group of people that, like yourself, they just have this heart to help others. And so, you know, people are listening from these two sides. So what would you have to say to both of these groups? You know, the people that are on the edge, they're like, should I join a group? Could this really help me? And then those others, they're like, yeah, I really have this heart to help. I'm considering being a facilitator. Should I do it? What would you like to say to both of those different kinds of people? Both groups. Okay. First thought that comes to me is take the plunge. (laughs) Yeah. Follow your gut feeling. Follow your conscience. Our conscience guides us. Don't let the conscience go away. Protect that conscience. Follow it. You know, it says do something. There's a possibility where it gets dulled later, you know, do it. (laughs) Act now. Mm-hmm. Be here now. I don't know. I just want to say, take charge, be decisive. Yeah, be strong, be courageous. What can I say? All those things mm-hmm. to that group. Should I free your heart, free our heart, <laughs> free God's heart? <laughs> when we free our heart, we're freeing God's heart and everybody else's at the same time. <laughs> when people see us free, how do they feel? When I compromised before, my coworkers, they didn't like it. They go, Steve, you just had a vacation and you came back. You still look stressed. Are you okay? <laughs> they know. I don't say anything. I'm putting on my best face. And they know spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to say to everyone considering, should I really make effort or can I do this or should I? Yeah. Do it for freedom, you know? Yes. And the second group 
of potential facilitators, I do have things to say that too, actually. Mm-hmm. And I will say them <laughs> right now. You know, we got to realize, realize if you're thinking about it, that we don't do it alone. Just like recovery, we're not doing it alone. We're doing it as a team. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then yeah, when we exactly. facilitate, we are team facilitators. And look at this. Uh, luckily, High Noon has facilitator group care and facilitator group development you know so therefore it's all there there's mm-hmm. no stone left unturned it's all covered mm-hmm. like you're joining a team really nice to join a team it probably is not so nice to not to have by yourself doing something like mm-hmm. that and i do want to say to potential facilitators the classic true parent teaching for those who follow true parents the thing i've heard for so long the more people we love the bigger our heaven is okay mm-hmm. so potential facilitators the question is do we want a bigger heaven? I do. <laughs> I want it. I need it. I need it. <laughs> I really need it, you know. <laughs> mm. So it's good for me. So big heavens. Maybe lastly for facilitators, I want to say very much, we're needed. You're needed. The world needs more people doing that. Mm. And then also mm. just logically, let's some logic here. Thinking about business, would you want to be on the first floor of a burgeoning global enterprise? Oh, yes, I would. Yes, please. You know, hey, I'll, I'll mm. take that. Well, high noon is the first floor of a burgeoning global <laughs> revolution yeah. I mean, and yes, providence leading to heaven on earth. So, hey, being on the ground floor, everyone, you're not mm-hmm. going to regret it. <laughs> well put. Yeah, it's fantastic points. There's just so much to be gained, joining a group, facilitating a group. Best point, I think, is that, yeah, there's no doing it alone. Whatever way you come into high noon, you're with the team. It's the coolest team ever and hard work for sure. And it's got to face yourself in some areas. But overall, it's such a fantastic and fun experience even. It is. Come yeah. back for more. I'm coming back for more. You can finish for potential facilitators. Like they have that famous World War II pictures and slogan, Uncle Sam wants you. Well, mm-hmm. Sammy wants you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, please. Send me a message. Send me an email. I'd love to have you. I want that poster. Yeah. Uncle Steve, so thank yes. you so much for sharing your heart, your soul with us. It's really hope and freedom. That I think it's just what there is to be gained from your yes. experience, your story from people. Well, thank you for asking because you know what? Asking another person, another human being to do things, good things, please. That's what love is. Love is we, we're not shy. We ask them, can you do this? Can you help me? Can you do this? So let's be free to ask. And then uh, thank you for asking me to share some things this evening. All right. So for all you listening, yes, for all you listening, hope you had as much fun as I did. And we'll see you guys next time. Adios. I hope you found that episode enjoyable. And before we go, I wanted to challenge you to take your life on, to take your life to the next level. And if you're struggling in any way with pornography, with masturbation, with issues of sexuality that just are not helping you at all. If you want to reclaim your life, reclaim your eyes and ears, your time, your energy, then take our free 15-day challenge. If you go to highnoon.org, you can find our 15-day challenge right there on the front page. Take it. It's absolutely free, no strings attached. We've designed it to help you gain some level of momentum in your journey of sexual integrity so that you can take the next step, whatever that may be. It could be to go to our deeper Ascend program, which is a 90-day program we have. It could be to reach out to that accountability partner. It could be to just take the whatever steps you need to take in your journey to build the life of heavenly sexuality that you deserve. So go to highnoon.org right now if you want to break up with porn and start to get 
engaged with the life of your dreams and eventually marry it. Doesn't it sound nice? So go to highnoon.org to find all of those resources and more. It's been a slice.